This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up and welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. This is episode 75. Um, Here with me today is Nate Rowe. Yo, and Alyssa Specter. Hello, hello. And also, I'm your host, Lance John, and all that good stuff. <laughs> yes. What? Uh, Who are you? Who are you? I just showed up one day. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed up. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's just do this thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway. Uh, Dwayne couldn't join us because um, scary movies scare him. Um, no. <laughs> That's what I heard. Is what I heard too. I I believe it. I don't blame I him. It. I hate scary yeah, movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, we'll talk about that later in the show. Um, so there've been uh, so let's you know just, just jump right into some tech stuff here. Uh, as you know. All the craze is, you know, mixed reality and virtual reality and augmented reality and all kind of reality just to get you out of your regular reality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so apparently this um, uh, studio, I can't even pronounce the name. Theorist. Oh, interesting. They're trying to mix the word theory, but then at the end is R-I-Z. So, huh. and then there's like an accent over the E. <laughs> so they're just trying extra hard to be very. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> their whole thing is they put you in a room, and I'm guessing this is a bunch of. Um, you're like, oh, it's not CGI. I'm like, well, it's, it's definitely computer generated. So it is CGI. It's just, you know. It's projections in a room, and <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but it looks like it's like responsive to the person that's in there. So maybe some of that is not CGI or whatever. So uh, I, I, you know. I guess I guess there's some kind of motion sensor somewhere in the room that knows where the, the person you. is. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I'm I'm not surprised that this uh this 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 technology exists. I mean, we've seen it at like or at least I've seen it at like theme parks um, and such. And uh, I've even seen mm. it at, like at shopping malls where they would have like, um, you know, they would have for like little kids, like a, like they'll project a screen on the ground and like the kids will be stepping on the bubbles, you know, projected on the screen. So yeah. I'm like, if that exists, I wouldn't be surprised that they basically took that concept and just, you know, did it to, maximum level um and then just found a way to play around with the you know perception and um perspective and have that all come together in this uh room it's cool yeah yeah i mean if you could get holograms like they're doing for concerts these days like if you could work that technology in with that and um Really, the only thing that would separate that from the holodeck on Star Trek would be 
the holodeck somehow was able to make these images actually have physical form and you could interact mm. with them and you could sword fight with one, for instance, you know, or whatever. Um, and yeah, we just, I don't think that's physically possible. I don't think, <laughs> think that would break laws of physics that we know that you can't create or destroy matter. So, um, yeah, like, I, it's it's awesome. I think it's a great technology. I think we're, you'll be able to do, like, I'm thinking of smaller things, like, just stupid things. Like, I've never been to Europe. It'd be cool to just, like, like imagine if that was Google Map. Like, if you had a Google Map room where you could just, like, walk in <laughs> oh, and it yeah. was like you were just walking down the street and wherever, you know what I mean, in real time. Just walk through the streets of, like, Greece or something. Like, yeah, oh, you know, take uh, a fucking... I'm in take Santorini. A, yeah, <laughs> like, or fucking walking up the Eiffel Tower. Like, walk along the Great Wall of China. Yeah, like, yeah, some shit like that. That would be awesome. Um, you know, other, yeah, like, video game things, like, would be great. You know, like, if you had that kind of technology with... Um, you remember that, that thing we talked about a, a while back? The uh, Vibe, or was it Vibe? The, the VR theme park you could go to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I their name, but um, it's like... Void, I think it was called. Void, Void. that's Void. what it was. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. job. Good memory, Alyssa. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> yeah, like, um, like, imagine if it was, like, that room, but a fucking huge room, and it was actually interactable things that you could, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, now, that would be really cool. Like, if they put some physical stuff in there to... Mm make it more real to the person in there. You know what I mean? Like, anyway. I mean, I've seen... Cool technology. Again, I've seen stuff at, like, like, um, like, at theme parks or at exhibits, like, uh, you know, where, where they would, you, they'll put you in, like, a a screen, and it's like, oh, you gotta hit all the soccer balls, you know, and so the goal, and it's like, no, it tracks, like, your movement, um, you know, to hit it into the goal, so I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised... You know, again, I'm not. I'm not surprised that this technology exists, and I'm so. You know, I'm surprised. Yeah. More places haven't utilized this more because it's it's pretty awesome. It's probably just crazy expensive. Probably. Um, oh, yeah. I, I would yeah. assume, like, just to even not just to get the technology in there, but then to run it. You yeah. know. Yeah. And oh yeah. The amount of people you need to hire and the computers, the processing power, and just electricity and blah 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 blah. You know, so it's, but it's, I'm sure it's, you know, once that technology gets smaller, more power efficient, and, you know, you know, other companies will probably start using it. I can see like schools using it to teach kids um, about history and stuff like that, or even like, <laughs> You know, field trips you don't have to sign up for because you're not exactly. actually going anywhere. Hey, that would make if they had that when I was a kid. <laughs> it would make history class. I remember my parents used to have to sign off for field trips. This is bullshit. We used to actually go places. <laughs> oh, no, I meant I meant for history classes. Like you can go back in time and be like relive like oh, colonial okay. era. Or yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or, or ancient see, like, Egypt or. See, I could even see like a designer, like someone who designs stores and stuff like that, or even just like a fashion designer, or even for you, it's like you do your your um, drawings and stuff like that. You can probably see what they may look like in like bigger formats. Yeah, you know, that would be pretty awesome. And it's like <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is a pretty dope looking um, piece of technology. So I mean, 
I mean, it's it's so far off from practical use that it's it's just kind of one of those cool things to be like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? But yeah, like it's um, like VR back in the day required a lot of shit, right? And like now it's down to fucking goggles that are pretty pretty darn realistic, at least for yeah. VR settings these days. You know, so yeah, they, like in the future, I could totally see this being where it's like it's sold like green screens are sold these days. You know what I mean? Like you just set up this little room and it's a fucking camera on top. Like when they figure <laughs> out the technology to make that practical so other people can use it that's you know but right now it's like you probably don't ever get to go in that room unless you're either a the people that work on that room or somebody they're trying to show it off to to get some attention you know what i mean for funding but uh anyway does look cool it did look cool pra- practical implications could be cool you know but i would <laughs> much rather go to the void place man like Oh, like yeah, if, me too. if they were like you could pick one or the other you want to go in that room or that room i'd be like yeah i'll go to the void because holy shit that place looked amazing anyway. there there is um last night i we i went to see um spider-man homecoming and as we were leaving the theater i noticed uh the madame Tussauds here in new york they have um a ghostbusters um vr experience oh, similar no. to what the void is trying to do Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so they have like some dedicated room in that particular place that does it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty mm-hmm. decent. No, <laughs> that's I want to cool. do that. I didn't it's know cool. about that. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see how that you know works out. I'm gonna probably check out to see how much it costs. <laughs> pretty, I've been I'm to pretty sure it's not cheap. I've it's mountains too, so yeah, they they got expensive. It makes sense. They got to do something to like make it more exciting than just hey check out all these wax figures that don't look exactly like right it's celebrities mm, yeah I, yeah uh, but yeah good luck theorize with your weird spelling and accents over your e yay <laughs> <laughs> we got the unique <laughs> extremely unique games. awesome <laughs> but um we shall see uh, moving on here to an engineer from Chile, and that's easier to say. I just want to say first, before you read this headline, this sounds like a, a headline from like a Family Guy cutaway. Like <laughs> seriously, that when I read this headline, I was like, "Is this fucking serious? Really? What? <laughs> just just read the headline. Just just read the headline." Yeah. It's, uh, so the whole headline is, an, an engineer in Chile created a device that can use earthquake vibrations to ch- to charge phones. What the yep. fuck? What? Yeah, I, could, I could see that as a Facebook cutaway it gag. weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's retarded. It's like, hey, I figured out how to charge my phone via earthquakes. Like, <laughs> what? That's Shut like the weirdest up. thing ever. Exactly. Like, who does that? Who would fucking... Why? <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, maybe there's a lot of earthquakes in Chile. I get it. But, um... <laughs> what? Like, A, does it know it's an earthquake? Or is it just going off vibrations? Because if it's just going off vibrations, you can just... I don't you don't know. have to use an earthquake. Yeah, unless exactly. Like, certain, unless it has to be a certain, you know type of vibration like earthquakes for an earthquake to happen there's a shitload of vibrations happening so maybe they need 
you know. Like, I mean, Maybe to charge your phone, you just like shake it violently, just like <laughs> as hard as you can with your arms, and then. Like, <laughs> Are you doing it now? Yes, I was like, "What the?" F-? Like, because I'm visualizing it in my head, like somebody walking around doing that. You'd be like, "Is that person okay?" Be like, "Yeah, I'm all right, bro. Just charging the phone, trying to get a good charge here." You know what I'm saying? Like. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't come up with like batteries that you could just shake it to 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 charge. You know, yeah, to charge. I think that's what I think that's I mean, what he's look, trying to do. It yeah. looks ridiculous, but if it's, it's convenient, so stupid man. That's like saying use the shake weight. Like you remember how that worked out? <laughs> oh, looked God. fucking awful. Looked oh, stupid. God. Looked yeah, awful. Nobody uses those. If, if you saw gadget. people walking down the street just like shaking their phone, that 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 doesn't look right. So this is like there, like there's a video. So it shows off like the um, his prototype, which is about the size of like maybe like a cooler that you would take to the beach. Um, and they're saying it's amazing. It's this small. I was like, oh, it can get smaller. <laughs> like it wasn't bigger. <laughs> and like he, he's he's pretty much trying to say that his invention can could bring um electricity or you know energy to like like hard to reach areas where you know electrical companies will probably won't go and whatnot like you know out to sea or like really mountainous areas that sort of thing and i was like now is he saying that i still don't understand that though that's basically saying okay we're we're gonna set the technology for you guys i know shit's bad i know shit's bad okay but hear me out we're gonna we're gonna set up this technology and the first time you guys are fucked by an earthquake. You'll be good. Like you just have to get through that bad earthquake first, and then everything will be charged. You're good to go. So if it doesn't destroy the generator that we are setting up, then you should be fine. Like what the fuck? That's the thing. They gotta find a way to like harness the earthquakes, you know, yeah. vibrations without uh, without the technology getting destroyed. Just, you know, well, it, it may be charging your phones and your electricity. It's still destroying everything around you. So That's what I'm saying. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, uh. I guess the idea is, like, they got to find a way to, like, maybe replicate that amount of vibrations for energy. But again, I, I'm not sure how they could do that because to get that amount of energy, it's, it's pretty much caused by an earthquake. So if well, they he- did use that... If they were able to create that much vibration for energy, I feel like they'll be destroying everything around them. Because <laughs> that's he's how earthquakes happen. He's claiming that um, because you know when humans walk around, just about just our movement alone just cause it does cause some sort of slight seismic activity, um, and he wants to tap into that, like just about any sort of shaken movement, and just transfer okay. it into energy. So we're fixating on earthquake a little too much. Like he's just talking about. But we'll see. Then I blame whoever that is about for the fucking headline because that's stupid. (laughs) Like that is just clickbait fucking headline right there. But either way, like I mean that's yeah. I guess I guess sure we'll say sure. Kinetic energy, yeah. And I was like, ah, cool. (laughs) The smallest prototype you have for your device is something that is cooler sized nobody's walking around with a cooler to save the planet. Like, that's just not going to happen, man. People are assholes. That's just not, it's not convenient. You know what I mean? Like, mm. nobody's going to walk around. Like, maybe maybe those really, really 
environmental safe green people might, you know, just to prove a point. I'm well, I am saving the earth with this thing. And <laughs> you know, and more power to you if you want to. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that those people are bad people or anything by any means. It's just nobody's going to do that because it's just not practical. Like you can't you're not gonna walk around with a cooler size thing behind you. Especially like mm. it charges my phone. <laughs> like that's your fucking <laughs> That's your payoff for this cooler is my phone's charging while I walk. Like, <laughs> that's it. It's like, okay, cool. It would awesome be awesome if my phone charged just by walking. <laughs> yeah, if, if it's like little move, like kinetic energy, just every day, just move around. Like you just, you know, maybe have the little, if they, if you could make it, it that prototype, small enough where it looks like um like the regular old um like the regular uh like charger packs that you can buy now yeah and you can put like like it and then you can just like kind of like strap that to your leg or something or to your arm and as you move around throughout the day it just generates electricity and goes in you know it's like whatever you have it plugged in or in, on a backpack or even on a bike or something that that'd be kind of cool too well uh, my yeah. thought is like why the fuck would you implement this on the consumer like just attach this technology to the actual fucking electric generators for that power cities, and because I know those things got to be doing some vibrations. Like, oh yeah, you know, or even like, like just then that way I can charge my iPhone. Like if I had an iPhone, I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> I'm poor, but I'm just saying, like if if I had an iPhone and I wanted to charge my iPhone, I could just use a regular plug. Like, it's not changing the consumer any. It's just, you know, we're, we're doing technology differently at a sub-basis level where it's not going to affect anybody. Like, I feel like those are the best advances in humanity is the ones that, like, people don't really even know about or take for granted instantly. Like, if you told people yeah. that, if you told people that tomorrow that all this technology was implemented at a sub-base level of electricity that, you know, it, it's powered. Uh, basically, it's like the consumer's the last person that's going to know about it because it doesn't affect them at all. They don't have to change their routine. They don't have to do anything else. It's going to be taken for granted almost instantly. Like, it would go in one ear and out the other, even if it was this huge fucking technology that changed the world that was like, yeah. yay, now it's this, you know, now we have vibrating fucking vibrations is powering everything woo us we figured it out we don't have to burn natural resources anymore we got it yeah that's like just no more fossil fuels yeah <laughs> that'd be kind of cool uh but hell you can even I, I can even go one step further and like you know those like um electric cars yeah they all have batteries so it's like why not implement that into those cars because they're moving around all the time they're vibrating all the time you know, and it can just kind of charge itself as it's going, and you never run out of juice. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's like the straight up the basis for a motor going is the vibrations coming off, or you know, the movement from the pistons and pushing shit out. And I know nothing about cars, but I know the basics, damn it. And I know that's part of it. And yeah. <laughs> so there, there are like bolts that keep your motor in place. And if those bolts weren't there, your motor would just go and then fucking jump out of your car because exactly, it's yeah. fucking doing crazy motion. So yeah, put it in a fucking car. Exactly. Good practical solution, Lance. Put it in a fucking car. Put it in something that the consumer is going to take for granted, but that the producer has to have. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. 
Yeah. That way, you're happy as a company because you're making money and selling your product. The, the other person is like changing their technology and shit, and the mm-hmm. consumer doesn't have to do shit. So, right. except buy the product. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyway. That shows a lot of promise, guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. With you can that send your though. check to Pondering Nerds. Yeah, uh, just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sign it with all three of our names on there. We 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 gave you this. We gave you this. Don't don't mess around. I'll come find you in Chile. I've never been to Chile, but I'll come over there. Chile. <laughs> Is that how they say it there? Chile. It's Chile. Chile. It's a little Chile, Chile. outside. Yeah. Uh, yes, I got the the obligatory nod from um, my peanut gallery here. <laughs> <in> my... Thanks, <laughs> peanut gallery. Yes, that's how they say it. Chile. Uh, anyway, um, let's move on to some film stuff here. Um, so I was hoping Dwayne was here because you know we were talking about horror movies earlier, and um, pretty much. Uh, so this apparently there's um, on Rotten Tomatoes. If you know anything about Rotten Tomatoes, it's like the front page for uh, movie reviews. Apparently, um, where this movie that's coming out, which is uh, Annabelle creation <laughs> it's a horror movie uh it comes out this year and it has a hundred percent rating on uh you know rotten tomatoes which is very rare <laughs> you know um I, I, I have a feeling we'll go down uh there's only 10 so? reviews there's <laughs> only yeah, 10 like, reviews on the page right so far yeah like i haven't checked metacritic or any of that stuff to see. Probably all once again clickbait too. yeah, yeah. clickbait that- fucking yeah it sucks yeah. man like yeah like and, and the funny part is if you read into that article it says that the first one this is annabelle creation is a sequel i guess oh. i don't i know nothing about horror films but apparently it's a sequel to annabelle which was a movie that came out, I, I can't remember when, um, but it got a 29%. Like, it got not oh. great. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking not great. Um, so, this one having 100%, I, I don't know, I call it bullshit. And I, I watched the trailer, and it had a couple jump scares in it. And it's like, oh, okay, you just gave away those jump scares on the trailer, but, you know, that's cool. Um, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at most of these reviews. Uh, three of them are, like, top critics. But I have a feeling, you know, a lot of these reviews, especially now that, you know, Rotten Tomatoes has become, like, the go-to source for, like, uh, movie reviews. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of these critics are paid to, like, give a good review. So, you yeah. know, I mean, I like seeing... I mean, I do use Rotten Tomatoes and other movie sites is like just to get a general consensus like is it a good movie is it not a good movie uh but i also like i listen to like other people like friends on facebook like what did they think of the movie and if they say it's good i say okay i'll give it a chance uh if it's crappy i don't want to spend my money on it so um I, I would know. like to sit down with a couple people who like because now I mean obviously people there are people out there who love the horror genre as in the film industry and they go and see all the new scary movies like Dwayne. Um, there's another guy that I watch stream every once in a while um, named Fred and he loves going to see horror movies and stuff and like. My question to them would be like, what do you get out of it? I mean, like you get, I, like I get it. You go, and it's probably just that intense feeling. But like, do you go to actually 
try to be scared or do you go? Because, like, we were talking about it before the show. When we were kids and horror movies were just coming out, it was, um, you know, it was crazy. It was new. Uh, even you could even go so far as to say it was new to humanity almost, man. Like when you talk about the the crazy gap that we've seen in censorship throughout the fucking years, you know what I mean? Like in the 60s, it was fucking, it, you know, people were hooting and hollering at a little leg, you know what I mean? And now it's like you can't keep somebody's attention on Game of Thrones unless there's... <laughs> boobs every other scene you know what i mean so if you think about that that uh gap coming up you know what i mean like when we were when we were young and horror movies were almost in their prime you know what i mean like jason and freddy and and all these other movies um those gave us nightmares as kids like we were like oh my god this is fucking horrible and maybe it could just be us getting older and so that doesn't happen anymore but it just seems like with all these movies coming out today it's you're just waiting for the next jump scare, but it's not like, I almost feel like back in the day, it was a psychological thing. Like this movie fucked with your head. You know what I mean? Like it pushed the boundary of, you know, reality into the point of when you're sleeping at night, your brain's trying to break down all this information, hence your nightmares. You know what I mean? Like, and nowadays it's just like, yeah, you had a jump scare. I mean, you could get that same jump scare from playing a horror survival game or whatever. Like it's, you know, you're just waiting for that next moment to happen, and once it happens, you, it's over. You move on. It's not doesn't. It's not a lasting effect. You know, what I mean, there is no actual fear in the movie. It's just it, it's all thriller these these days. Yeah. The, the genre is all thriller. I think I think a lot of people now they go to like certain horror movies not to be scared, but because some of them, especially the ones from the '80s, were like a, it's almost like they're super cheesy and funny, like. Like the Chucky movies, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Child's Play. Uh, you know, it, I guess people expect that. I I didn't see the first Annabelle, so, you know, I don't know if it's supposed to be, like, campy. It, I guess that's the word I'm looking for, campy, like like other mm. horror movies, like the, the Chucky movies or... Um, which is another one. Well, this is how much of a pussy I was as a kid, man. Like, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I didn't even see the fucking Child's Play movies. I just saw a poster, and I remember seeing the poster of Chucky holding a knife, and that fucked with me as a kid. I was like, what the fuck is that? Why does he have a knife? Like, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw just, the first Child's Play, and I was like, it didn't seem that scary. It was just ridiculous. Okay, so I think what we're figuring out is I was just a pussy as a kid. That's probably <laughs> that's probably a fair I assessment. Mean, <laughs> then, like I, when I was younger, like I, what movie did I see that like creeped me to shit? It was um, I think it was like a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Uh, no, it was a Freddy Krueger movie. It was one where he turned this girl into like a roach, and then um, put her in a roach motel. Like, because it it was it was a weird transition because it was like first you see her full body, and then her you know skin starts splitting, Ugh. and like, and then Ugh. you just see these. T- it was like what the? F-? It was like oh, yeah, it just got really greasy, and then all that's... of a sudden she's like stuck with like glue, Ugh. and then the camera pulls out. It's it's a roach motel sitting in his hand, and then he crushes it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah, see, like shit yeah. like that, man. Yeah, that was. Just... That's another, uh-huh. yeah, that's, that's like another example of, like, the campy horror movies. Like, the Freddy Krueger movies definitely were, like, 
they're they're crazy with like the crazy special effects and uh you know the over the top like you know i wouldn't say gory just more like it's just comes off as comical in a sense even though it's disturbing <laughs> well today right but when it was when that shit was in theaters that was genuinely fucking scary man like people left those theaters fucking disturbed you know what i mean like holy shit what the fuck you know but like yeah these days you watch it and the graphics are like that's fucking retarded you know what i mean <laughs> but i guess that's what i was sort of meaning with the the flow of the psyche like back then it was genuine you know what i mean like people were genuinely scared from horror movies because that was like a new part of human psyche that the film industry was just tapping into like there's always been scary stories don't get me wrong that's been something that you know authors have done for centuries you know i mean that's not a new thing but applying it visually in into a film you know what i mean or creating a character that is could only be on film um yeah i don't know back in the day man like that it just seemed to be more genuine the fear and the and the horror that came with a horror movie seemed a little more genuine than these days where it's just you're literally just waiting for the next fucking thing to happen like it's just a tense moment you build tension and then boom you drop the hammer and then yeah i don't know just doesn't seem as genuine to me these days but then again i'm not a horror film buff so that's why it would have been nice to have Dwayne fucking here so he could throw in his two cents yeah, about it. He could tell us why he loves them so much. You know, like... <laughs> it's like, what is the appeal, man? <laughs> I don't know. Cause I don't, maybe, maybe we're just jaded. I don't know. I can, <laughs> it's I it's see, possible. I can, I can see why people love them. Like, uh, you know, like the Evil Dead movies and stuff. Like, people... Uh, I, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen my fair share of, like, Freddy movies, Jason movies, like, I can see why people love them because it's just, you know, they're ridiculous, um, but it, 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 again, it has to do with the horror movie, um, I don't know, like, my, my favorite, like, type of horror movies, uh, like, I like movies like, like The Shining, um, because, you know, it doesn't rely on, like, jump scares, uh, I like the cheesy horror movies, too, um, you know, like like the the Chucky movies, because they're not really scary; they're just stupid. Uh, but you know, I like psychological kind of horror movies, like The Shining, which is one of my favorite horror movies because it's not there to really like, you know, just to get cheap scares out of you, like jump scares. Because I hate that shit. I, I hate that shit even in non horror movies. Um, well, I think that's why. What what was that movie that came out recently that did so well? It did really, really well in theaters. Um, and it's about. I really don't know how other to describe it other than a black guy goes to a white guy, a white family's house, and get, terror fucking get ensues. Get out. That was it. Okay. Get yeah, out. God. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it either. But I heard nothing but good things about this movie, and um, I think that nowadays is where we are to truly scare somebody is put them in a situation that could be real where it's like you're just somebody who walks up into a situation with some fucked up people like some people who have just lost their mind obviously you know and doesn't even have to have any sort of ghost or there's a psycho killer on the loose or some randomness to it it could just be a normal person is put into a situation with some 
freaking psychos and didn't even know it. And, you know, like that's true horror because you feel like that could happen to you in real life. The odds of it happening probably slim to none, but you feel like that could happen to you in real life that you just take over. like hostile hostile was a, I remember when hostile came out though, it was cheesy and it was mostly just gore. Like that was really the scary part yeah. to hostile. Like the, the, the thing to me that scared me in hostile was that, you know, does that actually happen to people? Do they fucking, do they fucking go over to Europe and sometimes get lured to these places where people dissect them for fun? This is fucking crazy. People need to look into this. Like <laughs> that's genuine fear to me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I but, didn't see Hostel, but I've heard many things about it. And I was like, I don't want to just watch something just for, you know, Yeah, shock it was. Horror. It was like Saw. It was in that generation where that was scary. Like, remember, that was a genre of... Watch your porn, I think they called it. Yeah, like... Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. It's like, I don't want to see somebody getting tortured. Like, it, it's not scary. It's disturbing. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if, I don't know if you could say disturbing and scary are like the same things it's not so much like scary like you know uh, like oh i'm scared it's just like disturbing to watch i'm watching it then and there and i'm like i don't want to watch this this is disgusting yeah so next up here um we're gonna talk about bad movies <laughs> and um nate has a little bit of uh something to talk about in a little while but uh let's just like quickly in my opinion tear apart this whole um article <laughs> well, maybe not tear apart the whole thing but just like it's just it's definitely clickbaity um where it, it, the article headline is hollywood has a bad movie problem really <laughs> it's like no no shit, no shit <laughs> it's like, like we like this episode should just be called clickbait because that's <laughs> literally what all these fucking headlines are man like we're gonna rip you guys a new one if you don't stop with the fucking he clickbait headlines because it's retarded yeah and it's <laughs> like yeah it's like this, this whole thing like it's like a it's like a listicle in a way like oh here are the movies pretty good these are movies not so good and it's like <laughs> okay great and then it goes through like it does it does the mistake um what most articles like this in my opinion does is like they talk about how much money a movie makes and you know if you are a real movie buff fan whatever or you're just like into the craft of creating um uh, you know, movies and stuff like that, a film, or are you just like a film historian and stuff like that, the amount of money a movie makes does not equate to being good or bad. Like, you know, just because, um, like, for instance, I really enjoyed um, Edge of Tomorrow, which has now been renamed to Live, Die, Repeat. <laughs> it's, not really? It's a, it's a movie. Yeah, they... It weird. It was very strange. They thought the movie wasn't really going to go anywhere. Um, it was called Edge of Tomorrow. It was it stars um, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. And uh, is Emily Blunt? Yeah, Emily I, Blunt. Um, I, is it? I know it's based on like a, a manga series, but I I right I yeah. And they renamed it for some reason um, to Live Die Repeat, which. We were like, er, okay. And um, so, it, like, you couldn't find it. Because, you know, I was telling about it, yeah, go see Edward tomorrow, and you can't find it. But it was really good. It didn't make a lot of money. Even though it has, like, powerhouses, like, you know, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt doing their thing, and it's an action, you know, like, almost like a action Groundhog Day. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, I really enjoyed that, but it just didn't it didn't do a lot of money worldwide or over here in the states or whatever. Cause just because people couldn't fucking find the movie, nobody knew what the hell it was. So you know, there is that also that other problem like naming conventions and stuff like that. And yeah, but you know, I I would say yeah, I think Hollywood does have a really bad movie a bad movie problem in the last few years. But because of how these movies are making so much money, they just keep making them one after the other. Like, for instance, Transformers. They're mostly terrible, <laughs> but they keep making them. They keep so. making them because they think that's what audiences want and they know it makes money. But I I like to think that audiences are starting to get a bit smarter or realize like, hey, we don't want to see it's- another movie. But then again they're coming out with another Fast and the Furious, so I don't know. Right, and there's there's a hint of another Transformers 6, so it doesn't, like, because the thing is, the, the, the bigger problem, too, in this article, like, it points out, like, almost at the end there, where it talks about the Chinese market. So we all know China is chock full of people, <laughs> third of the world's population. So if you have a business or any sort of product you want to sell, that's what you would you would try to get into that audience. Um, you know, you really want to get in there. But what a lot of people don't really know is that China, um, its movie industry doesn't allow a lot of foreign films. It only allows it has a quota that it allows per year. It's around thirty four, which is very strange. <laughs> it's like, you know, and they they allow up to like thirty four films, foreign films in their theaters a year, and Transformers is doing very well over there. Um, and it turns out directors and producers in Hollywood and stuff like that, they're making cuts of their movies to fit that audience more. Even if it doesn't even make any sense, they don't care because people are going to eat it up over there anyway. So it, it feels like it's like it's almost like a like a almost like a snub to the American market. It was like, no, the American people here are just too smart for movies. <laughs> so let's go over there. They it's just they, bit, love, they love big blockbuster franchises in China. Yeah. So. Like uh what was the movie we talked about about a while back, the Warcraft movie? Like that Warcraft, did, yeah. Yeah, it did horrible in America. Like it was terrible. Like no one liked it. But over there, it made about three hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I guess either they're big Warcraft fans, uh Must or they just be. they love I, mean, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's it's just a terrible movie, but yeah, like what do you guys think? Like you think um this article is spot on or whatever? Like you know, like but you know, I think they need to stop stealing my shit because I've been <laughs> saying this shit about all these shitty movies that they list in here for fucking ever. Like anyway, that's how I feel about it. Fuck them because yeah. taking my shit. They, no, I mean, I mean it's obvious. Said- yeah, they make bad movies these days. I'm not surprised that like parts of the Caribbean did well. Um, if it did well in China and, uh, you know, again, I'm not surprised if another Transformers cause they, you know, they eat the shit up for some reason. Uh, they love the big budget, you know, special effect movies. Uh, mm-hmm. even uh, did, did like the, the crappy Tim Burton, uh, live action movies. I think they did well in, in China too, because, yeah. uh, you know, again, like big, blockbuster special effects like the whole thing is just computer generated scenery everywhere um because i even when i saw pictures of like you know they came out with another disney park in shanghai Mm. and 
they had like an Alice in Wonderland attraction. And I was like, oh, okay, like the classic Disney movie. And I'm looking at like the props and, you know, the decorations of this attraction. And it's all from the Tim Burton movie. And I'm like, why? (laughs) That doesn't belong here. Did they love it in China? I mean, you know. Most uh, likely, yeah. It's just, I don't get it. It's like they just love stuff that's just big. (laughs) <laughs> flashy visuals yeah. <laughs> like do they even care about story they just want to see flashy visuals um well if you think about like great trilogies from back in the day like back to the future or indiana jones like stuff that is revered nowadays um it's just it sucks that like people have to feel they have to make eight movies we talked about this last pondering nerdcast i think like, you know, people have to make eight movies to make an impact or to keep people happy. And it's like, no, man, like half of the fun with Star Wars was all the stuff people did afterwards with it, which led to such hype to make a one, you know, one, two and three. And then, yeah. you know, um, anyway, so it's like, I don't know, man, it's just. Star Wars so, is different because there's a whole universe that was built up out of these original you know, three movies, because then there were books, and then, you know, they made the prequels, and then... Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, he stopped at the... Yeah, but but I guess what I'm saying is he stopped after Revenge of the the Jedi, right? So it was like... The universe was created after that, right? And then after all that hype, it was like, okay, let's go back and make some more movies, you know what I mean? But... He stopped there. Like, if he had just, like, kept going, you know, right then and there, say he had not stopped with the with the third one, he had just kept, he, like, every couple years there was a new Star Wars movie, it probably wouldn't be as a revered... It, as it, it is, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, sometimes leaving somebody wanting more is the key. You know what I mean? Like, making that person want more or wanting an explanation to something that they get didn't get an explanation to or something you know something along those lines that mystery that that just letting people have that imagination man like i feel like that's half the battle and there's no reverence like there's a really great song lyric that i love is like how how can i forget you when you um when you won't let me forget or how can i remember you when you won't let me forget and it's like how are you supposed to revere something and have reverence for something? Is it being awesome? This movie was great. This is this series was great, and then you just fucking because you won't let it die. You know what I mean? Like, um, you push something too far, and it's just pushing a dead cattle. You know what I mean? Like, Back to the Future. We don't see any more Back to the Future movies, and that's probably great. You know what I mean? Because we could revere it like we do now. You know, like I don't know. Am I alone in that? Am I am I alone? No, in my no, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it, 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 there is a there is a formula, if you will, <laughs> um, to uh, keeping people wanting, keeping people guessing, keeping people coming up with their own. Because it, it those first three films had such a big impact. Like people went out and like became authors. It was like I'm gonna write a book, a whole fucking universe based on this shit, <laughs> like, and you know, come up with all kinds of different stories. Like I remember just walking into Barnes and Nobles a couple of years ago uh, when they're still open, um, and you know, just seeing entire walls of just um, Star Star Wars universe books, 
um, some official, some unofficial, but they were just all there. And it's like, you can pretty much pick out any of those things and make a movie out of it or a short series or whatever. And it was just the the lore, the mystery, then the video games, the toys, the comic books, you know, the cartoons and stuff like that all came way after. You know? Merchandising. Merchandising. <laughs> like it, it was its own like drive, you know, and and it was just like, yeah, that, that was really cool. It was like a very organic thing. Whereas today, um, it's not organic anymore. It's not, you know, it's just more about like how much money can we make and how fast can we make it? Let's, let's just do like, because I saw the last Transformers. It is a completely batshit insane movie. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it just like seeing it's not because it's it, it's not even scenes. It's moments, moments after moments in this movie just doesn't make any sense at all and it's just like eh, you know but we see that you know at, at the end of this article here it does say it does state that um directors who are making a bigger profit here in america are the ones who are doing smaller budget movies like um we mentioned jordan peele's movie earlier um get out um m night has a bit of a comeback with split uh edgar wright's movie um baby driver they're doing very well here in the states um because they're smaller they're more relatable like you know what i'm saying like it's not um you know, i mean split is not very relatable but still <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> it's it's grounded in reality it's like grounded in a lot of stuff that people were kind of used to you know and i mean and there's you know there's all that too and like even the whole story behind edgar wright's baby driver like it took him what a better part of a decade to get this movie to actually be a thing mm-hmm. um and and it's just like you know there and I, there's no like those movies probably won't do well overseas because they probably won't really you know not to say all oh, people overseas probably don't get it <laughs> um you know i'm not trying to say that it's just like it just just won't it just won't like relate to them because it doesn't have big explosions and visuals and stuff like that it's like it's more personal and uh, and, and just like a very narrow story you know well getting um, back to what you said i you know now that you said that china only allows a certain amount of uh western movies uh to be played yeah. that could be the reason why these movies do so well in china because they you know here you know in america we're used to like we're, all, we're used to hollywood we're used to like you know yeah. all these movies and what they're like and that's why we're sick of them china doesn't because you know they don't <laughs> they don't get too many of these movies so it's yeah, like yeah. The, the few movies that come over these big you know flashy blockbusters they they love hollywood um mm. and you know that's basically like the transformers movie in a nutshell is basically big flashy hollywood yeah. same thing with avatar because i think what was it? I think like uh, the Transformers Four. I think was made the most is it was like the biggest movie in China. Success. Yeah, like most the, successful. The, and yeah. Avatar, I think, used to be the most successful. Which yeah. again, it makes sense because it's a big Hollywood blockbuster. <laughs> and Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I think so I think maybe- to a sense it also goes to just how times have changed. Like I was talking about earlier. Like we're so saturated in media these days that. Like, back in the day when people wanted to go, like, people would try to get to the movie theater early because the trailers were a big deal. Like, you would, 
talk about the trailers sometimes just as much as the movie the next day when you went to school or went to work, whatever it was, you know, you, you were probably talking about like, oh, I fucking saw the trailer for this, man. Like, that's going to be good, you know? And like nowadays it's like, let's fucking get to the theater. Hopefully we'll get there after the trailers <laughs> have already played and the movie's yeah. already started because we're so saturated with media that we're having advertisements for stuff like Pirates of the Caribbean 5 or Transformers 17 or whatever the fuck number they're on. You know what I mean? Like we have that shit pushed down our throats so much with every site that we click on there's an ad that pops up for something and any trailer we want to see we can instantly youtube google in fact we'll probably end up finding all the trailers released for this and watch all the endless like by the time you watch the movie you're so oversaturated with it you don't even give a shit you know and it's um yeah like back in the day it was a little bit of a bigger thing if you saw a tv spot for a movie trailer, you know, it was it was cool. It was something that was, you know, anyway. The, the, yeah. Nowadays, we're just we're oversaturated. It's just easy, yeah. The, the access to it is just a lot easier, faster now. Uh, you know. Well, I mean, and we hear not not to mention that, like back in the day, if you wanted updates on what was going on on set or movie director changes or things that we talk about now where like we, for instance last week we talked about um people leaving on the uh oh, what movie is it that they dipped out on the, the han solo film the the people dipping out late like that would probably be something that would be in a magazine you know 30 or 40 years ago that most people wouldn't know you know, and now that's like a you know since the mainstream social media needs new headlines every ten minutes, you know we know that stuff instantly. And when it, it kind of takes the fun out of the experience when you're like seeing advertisements for it, you've heard updates about this project throughout the whole thing. And anyway, it's just it's just fucking sad that we <laughs> like there's nothing that can anyway. I remember being a kid and, you know, every time a new Disney movie came out, it was like so exciting because it's like, oh, Disney's coming out with a new movie. And mm -hmm. it's like the only way I would know about it is, you know, seeing the previous one and seeing mm -hmm. a trailer for it. And then the yeah. only way I would know about these new movies coming out. And you're like, you couldn't watch like a trailer online or a clip. They exactly. would show something on like Disney Channel, like, oh, now we're showing a new scene or, or behind the scenes of their new movie uh, uh tarzan yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah like the trailers back in the day yeah. before the movies were like half the fucking experience in fact some people would leave the movie theater pissed if the trailers before the movie weren't good like if they were just stupid or they were for you know they didn't really even show any trailers they just showed the please don't fucking be a dick in the theater type screens <laughs> you know what i'm saying like but yeah no man theater like trailers used to mean something and nowadays it's just like a dime a dozen and you can watch it over and over and over again like if you wanted to watch that trailer again back in the day you had to buy you had to go watch the movie again that that one movie like you know so yeah it's just that we live in a different time man and we're so oversaturated with shit that it's like there's nothing to be uh impressed about by the way really quickly i just want to because this wasn't on the list but i just want to fucking throw this out there fuck you the people who are making the new jumanji 
fuck you. <laughs> you you're stupid. You are no fuck you. Like that is you are taking a classic. You might as well dig up Robin Williams, open the casket, and take a huge hot steamy dump right on his no. corpse because that is retarded. Like. No, just I had to stop watching the trailer mid trailer, man. As soon as they were like, "It's a video game." Nope, out, done. No, I done. mean, I they at least made it a board game. I forgive them a little bit, but it's so stupid because it's like the whole point of Jumanji was the fact that like everything from the game came to reality. I mean, uh, I, f- I forgot the name of Robin Williams' character, uh, but you know. He got sucked into the board game, and we never really saw what it looked like in yeah. the game. So I right. could understand, like, if they did this and, like, oh, you know, and they made set it up to be like, you finally get to see what's inside the yeah. game. Instead, they made it a stupid video game, which, exactly, <laughs> which I guess I could, I, I, in a sense, I guess I could see it as like maybe the company that developed Jumanji. <laughs> They went on to develop the video game spin-off, so whoever runs like, the company what? has the power behind them. Who does it's that? Just, it's stupid. Well, yeah. you know, companies like Hasbro, they have like a like a video game division. Well, no, no, made, but, no, wait, uh, but that games? was the whole thing about Jumanji, right? Was it was like a one of a kind board game. Like okay. it was like yeah. a thing that like you buried because there's only one and you don't want anybody else to find it, you buried it. And that's um, what I'm saying. Yeah, like they're I taking away that from the part of the movie. <laughs> and like that's a whole nother thing is like because like with a board game, it's carved out of wood, right? It's like it's a physical thing that that has some supernatural power. With a video game, you're talking somebody had to program this game. Somebody had to fucking make like yeah, no. They made it like Fuck Tron. You. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid, man. It's so yeah. stupid. Like, I see exactly what you're saying, Alyssa, and that's what I wanted, was if you wanted to show people what it was like in the jungle, what Robin Williams was experiencing for those 30 fucking years that he was locked away or however long he was locked away, you know, if you want to show that, awesome. Like, I love that premise. Yes, show us how dangerous this jungle is and why he came out so horror, you know, hor- you know, just was like, holy shit, we're, 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 you know, like he had his dagger ready and he was all in fucking camo and shit because he was fighting shit every day, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. yeah, show us that, show us that. But what? A couple, uh, like, first of all, the, the teenagers in the trailer could not be more cliche stereotypes. Like, mm-hmm. could not be more. You have the big black jock sports guy you have the white prissy i don't give a fuck i'm on my phone you have the fucking nerdy chick who resents that prissy girl and then you have like the geeky dude the uh yeah anyway it's just it's so fucking cliche and then the premise of changing it to a video game and they get sucked into the video go fuck yourself no like you could have totally set up that premise in a whole different scenario. You could have made it like Narnia, honestly. Like, you could have changed it so that it was like Narnia, where they went in, they were there for a certain amount of years, and then came out, and it was like they were back to normal or whatever. And I would have even been okay with that, even though it goes against the first film. Still would have been okay with that. But no. As soon as you had to change yeah. it into a video game, fuck you. You No. 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 That is not Jumanji. Sorry. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Getting back to, like, a... It does make sense, the fact that the board game was made of wood, so it was like a cursed 
game or something like I, I can see that in the case of like the video game it's like it doesn't seem mystical anymore it just it comes off as tron you know yeah. like oh okay that's they technology. press start and now, <laughs> you now know, it's like program this game like what the fuck <laughs> it's just an obvious it's just an obvious cash grab like like i'm just trying to picture like the board meeting they had like okay guys let's make a jumanji game but let's make it more relevant instead of a board game let's make it like a retro video game that was abandoned like you know make it relevant with today's day and age like no but you're missing the point and we'll put the rock and jack black in it because come on big burly guy and fat funny guy come on how is that not a comedy and then we gotta have a hot chick right because there has to be a hot chick and the hot chick is playing the fat funny guy (laughs) (laughs) it's like I hope every one of you get into a circle the next time you guys have a meeting for a movie. Everybody bring a 9mm, point it at the guy to your left, and everybody do a countdown. (laughs) Like, seriously, stop it with these stupid fucking decisions on these movies, man. This is retarded. That pissed me off so bad. Like, it really genuinely pissed me off when I saw the trailer. I ended up like talking to one of my buddies about it immediately because I was actually in in a curse call with him, and I was like, "This is retarded, dude. This is so like it's disgraceful." I feel like like you were taking something that once was, and this isn't a reinterpretation. This is just a we're going to take the name and make it something completely different. You it, know what I mean? It, and it's I wouldn't mind if it didn't have the name Jumanji. Like you know the fact that. It could be anything else. If they slapped it with like a different name, it wouldn't be Jumanji. You know, like it's exactly. nothing. It has nothing to do with Jumanji except for the fact that the video game is called Jumanji. They could have called it. Yeah, they could have called it anything else. Like they took the name Jumanji, and I feel like they just ran with whatever they wanted and used the name to so- sort of incite people to come see it. Like. Kids who are going to go see this movie who wouldn't care about the difference between the two, it's it's they're going to get that money regardless if the kid wants to fly. It doesn't matter what's it called. It, it could be called Fumanji. Like it, it could have been called anything, <laughs> and it, it like to a kid who's never seen the original, it wouldn't make a difference. Like they'd go see it and be like, "Oh, that was a good movie," you know. But. Like, I feel like they tacked that on just to try to get people like us to go see it. And then as soon as we see the trailer, we're like, fuck you, dude. That's not Jumanji. That's no, not Jumanji at all. It's not Jumanji. You know. Just they, it just sounded like it was like a last minute. They probably came up with a concept that said, hey, let's have a concept where these kids get sucked into a video game and they take on these avatars. And then probably maybe maybe that concept came first. And then somebody said, hey, let's make it Jumanji <laughs> you know, to get yeah. people... To be interested in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. Just glad the original still exists. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, man. It's, you know. We shall see. <laughs> when it drops, I'm sorry, there's going to be a lot of interesting conversations about it. Uh, but uh, moving on real quick. Um, uh, Nate, you saw the new Castlevania series? Short uh, yes. movie. Yes, it is short. <laughs> it is probably one of the, as that article states, and it'll be in the description below. The um, article talks about it being one of the easiest shows to binge because it is. It's very short. It's four episodes. Each episode is like twenty-four minutes long. So you're talking something that could literally probably air on a TV spot. 
It never will because of how gory. It, like it's a hard R. I it will go ahead and tell you. It's super gory. I'm surprised. It's hard R. I may have. I think I've only played one or two Castlevania games, and while the games themselves are, you know, they're horror gory. games, <laughs> I don't think they're rated M for mature. <laughs> yeah. Well, that you know, uh, yeah. In the games, uh, this one specifically, from what I'm told, I know nothing about the games either. Um, but from what I'm told from my buddies who have played the games, that this is. Supposedly either setting up or based on Castlevania 3, The Curse of Dracula. Um, and so it's set from that realm. And this is definitely a great... Like, I don't like anime. I really don't. But they did it very well. It's a dark anime. It is not a... Um, I don't even think it's, it's anime style, but I don't think it's... It's not from a Japanese studio. I think it's from... It's yeah, it's it's done almost in the sense of uh, like Afro Samurai, like is probably a good comparison in graphic style. Like I think um, it's been a I minute. I think a lot of I think a lot of the animators from looking at the credits, I think they're Korean. So <laughs> I don't know if it was from a Korean studio, but I it looked like it was produced by a couple of studios. Uh, it looked like it was uh, I don't know if it was published by Frederator, but Frederator Studios is the company that did like. Adventure Time and Fairly Odd Parents, and oh, they, they outsource all their animations to um, oh. um to Korean companies or Jap- uh, mm-hmm. either Korean, Chinese, or Japanese, or, or just just about any Asian animation studio. Um, same thing with Rick and Morty; they do the same thing. They don't. None of their animation is made here. It's, oh. it's all oh. yeah shipped out. Same thing with Family Guy too, as well. <laughs> But anyway, I just wanted to mention it real quick just to say that it was really good. It was really worth a watch if you got an hour and a half to kill to just watch this whole the, the whole season basically. Um it's it's really good. Um it's so good that it kind of pissed me off it was only four episodes cuz I was like, dude, what the fuck? You know. So I really hope they get they get a budget to get a longer season next season but it's probably um, so good too because the it was the comics i mean the the show was written by warren ellis the uh the guy who created a bunch of comic books like uh transmetropolitan uh Uh, he's done a bunch of other like you know regular comics too like for x-men and iron man but mm. yeah Yeah, (laughs) and hellblazer the showrunner for this one, he's also do he's gonna be doing the Assassin's Creed um animation as well. Um, which is the the same guy who did um the bootleg verse of the Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so um so maybe he'll bring back him as well to write that, um, you know, for Assassin's Creed. So we'll see. Yeah, that would be I mean, it'd be cool. Like hopefully uh, all I know is this one was good. Like, and I know I, I've been playing a lot of D and D lately. Like the past couple months, I've been getting into D and D because I was never able to play when I was younger, and now I have a group of friends that actually are interested, want to play. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of looking at it through the eyes of just medieval fantasy. Like I know nothing about, like I said, nothing about Castlevania. No idea. Um, so everything is new to me, and so I was just kind of looking at it as like, yeah. Like, I can't describe it any better than medieval fantasy to me. I had no idea what was going on, and it was very interesting, and um, the characters were really cool, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, has a, it has a lot of storylines, from what I understand. Because 
if but I'm not a big fan myself either. So <laughs> um, I couldn't tell you which games to play in what order. <laughs> so, um, you know, but yeah, you figure it out yourself. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I think I'm just gonna bring it to the end here because we're over time. Okay. Uh, we'll, right. we'll skip the the video game section for now. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, three, two, one. But anyway, guys, uh, this is the end of the show. Uh, next time we'll we'll have some video game stuff. We did have some stuff, but you know, time. <laughs> In a nutshell, SNES Mini, and there is a emulator on Nintendo. Yes, on the Switch. Yes. The only thing that's cool about the the any the SNES coming out is that it's finally coming out with Star Fox Two. Yes, <laughs> that's about really it. <laughs> It's another thing, really, really quickly in like 20 seconds, it's another thing that Nintendo is just going to push on consumers and not be able to uh, produce enough. They're going to create a false scarcity. Uh, Nate hates this. Okay, we can close the show. (laughs) 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 That was like the abridged version of that. Still need a chime for that. but Uh, But anyway, guys, we really appreciate you guys for listening. Um, you can definitely find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music Play. Uh, check out GameRebellion.com. You can find the bulk of our episodes there as well. You know, so you know, definitely check out their website. Check out their community um, section as well. Um, all the goodness you can get from there. And uh, for now, you know, you can hit us up on Twitter as well because you, you see all our Twitter handles at the bottom. You know, somewhere, somewhere in the description. And I need friends. Talk to me. <laughs> you can stalk us, talk to us, or whatever. Suggest stuff to us, and all that good stuff. And uh, and that's it for now, guys. Bye bye. Later. Bye. Three seashells. <laughs>